Welcome to the Native Citizens Podcast, a ministry of Storehouse Community Church in McAllen, Texas. Every Monday, we gather to address the questions and issues aimed at everyday life and ministry in the context of the Rio Grande Valley. Well, good morning. Welcome to the Native Citizens Podcast. Uh, my name is Marco. I'm joined here by Eric and LC. How are y'all doing? Hey, friends. Hey. Doing pretty good. Yeah? Got your yeah. refill on coffee? Everybody good? Do you? Yes. Aww. How are, do, you, do you have coffee? I have water. I finished my coffee. Oh, yeah. I need to drink some water. Hydrate. I need to hydrate. Otherwise, I think I mentioned this last time. Otherwise, I'll just keep drinking coffee. Oh, yeah. Coffee is a diuretic. That means it dehydrates you, right? That's one of the things it means. Canned, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I used to think diuretic meant something else. Like it, but I don't know if that's appropriate for a talk show. A talk show. A podcast. Yeah. It feels Who like said, a talk show sometimes. Someone said that on Sunday. What? Hey, the that talk show. I mean the podcast. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's that's pretty much what and it they were is. telling me. I was it like, is. what talk show? Oh, the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Call it what it is. <laughs> they meant well. Yeah, they meant well. How are you, Marco? I'm doing well. I'm kind of tired. Yeah. But I'm mm-hmm. doing well. Tired of our nonsense. No. But That's oh. what keeps me going. <laughs> the shenanigans. <laughs> shenanigans. Yeah, that's that's what uh that's what that's what keeps me going. But yeah, I'm doing well. Kind of tired, kind of sore from the from the workouts. Oh, your your discipline, the work discipline stuff again. Yeah. yeah, I'm doing that stuff again. That's cool. Yeah, what's your favorite exercise? The deadlift. The deadlift. Yeah. Yeah. How funny. How appropriate for about... our. <laughs> how appropriate for our topic Best today. Best ever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So this morning, um, so when this airs, that it was will intentional too. But that was good though. Um, when this airs, I believe it will already be October. And one of the things, yeah, it will be October. And so one of the things that is very popular down here and it is observed typically October 31st, which is Halloween in the States, but October 31st through November 2nd is Day of the Dead or El Dia de los Muertos. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so we're going to talk a little bit about this. We're going to talk about the history of it, but before jumping into that, let's jump into the fun stuff. Did you guys growing up ever observe any part of Day of the Dead or All Saints Day? No. No. I don't think so. What? I mean, my grandma probably lit a candle, but I think that's to the extent that I know of it. Right. My, my family, they converted from Catholicism to Christianity. Yeah. Um... Because my grand, both sides of my family, my grandparents, um, they were their children were already grown when they converted. Okay, and so they're like, we're not gonna have anything to do with Catholicism anymore, and so a lot of the like the de los muertos was like, shunned. Gotcha. So, so growing up in Fort our small Eden. church, it was like, it's not how we're not gonna celebrate Halloween. That has to do with the dead. Yeah. So we're gonna call it like harvest festival or something like we made it we celebrated yes. something we just celebrated something different just call it something else so call harvest. it something it was else redeemed yeah it was, yeah it was redeemed let's call so it harvest all, festival dresses like, pumpkins all like all life like i yeah i literally had no idea about the other los muertos 
until sounds embarrassing. Until this morning. No, I I was a, a junior high or high school. I don't know. Whenever Lizzie McGuire was a thing on Disney. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And her friend, I don't remember her name, but she was Hispanic, and there was an episode, and they talked about Dia de los Muertos. She's like, "Yeah, my family celebrates Dia de los Muertos." I'm like, "What is this? <laughs> <laughs> what is this witchcraft?" I'm Hispanic too, like you. I don't do that. <laughs> yeah. No, you don't. That's yeah. not right. And so, anyways, not all Hispanics right. do That's it. My past. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, this should be interesting. So we're going to talk a little bit about Day of the Dead. Do you guys know any of the history behind the Day of the Dead? Uh, no. I, I don't read. Think. I read on the internet. <laughs> no, that it it was um like southern central Mexico mm-hmm. originally like they would celebrate Day of the Dead. Um and then it origins went back as far as like this god of the Aztecs. Mm-hmm. Um like over the dead souls or something. Um and but that there was like a series of days. It was the thirty first, November first, and the second. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, the day of the dead, and then like the All Hallow All Hallows Eve, Eve. Yeah. Yeah. their first All Hallows Day, Saints yeah. Day, and then the other one I forget, November second. But then it was like different different countries interpreted it differently yeah. over the years and over the centuries. Yeah. So. So Day of the Dead goes all the way back. It goes back centuries. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, particularly to the time of like Mesoamerica with the Aztecs. And mm-hmm. so it was, um, its origins are rooted in uh, when an individual dies that they go to the land of the dead. And, uh, and in the land of the dead, that's where they kind of obviously remain forever. And their soul and spirit is is honored. And so... When you introduce Dia de los Muertos or Day of the Dead, that has its origins um, rooted in a culmination of culture. And so you have uh, Aztec sacrifice or Aztec uh, observation of an individual passing and entering into the land of the dead. You have the culture and customs of the Spanish conquistadores. And you also have a little bit of dash a dash of of Roman Catholic tradition yeah. mixed in all of this, and that's actually something that's that's quite common within um, the Roman Catholic tradition. That's not necessarily something that we're going to talk about right now, but that is something that is quite common in the sense of like a lot of the things that are are typically observed tend to be this uh, cluster of other cultural and indigenous beliefs and traditions. Mm -hmm. And so when we're looking at Day of the Dead, yeah, we're not just looking at Aztec tradition. We are also uh, looking at some of the customs brought over by the Spanish conquistadores. Mm -hmm. And and in addition to that, we're looking at some uh, inkling of Roman Catholic tradition when it comes to to all of that. And so um, anyway, with that being said, talking a little bit about what day of the dead is let's look at or let's talk about the difference between day of the dead and halloween do you know the difference elsie well halloween like is that term we in america have used like in the u.s yeah so it definitely and taking it yeah. to a totally different yeah halloween like, definitely perception. has its its tradition <laughs> its roots in like um 
European customs as it's come over to the United States. Yeah. It's kind of morphed into this big old thing. Yes. But but yeah, there there is this distinction between Halloween as we know it and and Day of the Dead as it as it is observed today. Mm-hmm. Would you know? All I know is what I've read. <laughs> yeah. Times past. Honestly, no. Seriously, like that. That because initially, like growing up, all I knew Halloween to be was that it involved dark spirits. Yeah. And we weren't about that because we believed in Jesus. <laughs> we weren't about that. You know, <laughs> I was like, "You go away, Satan." I'm dressing up as Larry yeah. the cucumber from VeggieTales. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just you know. <laughs> and then coming to find right, I mean. Like the we were talking earlier, like there's so much history behind all these yeah, things, yeah. And finding like what people believe this or did the, these things, yeah. and either I'd read about it before, way back when, and I'm you know just it's coming back to light, you know, right now. Yeah. But yeah, that it was the eve of the saints. Yeah. And but in the Dia de los Muertos, that is, um, remembering all that had all the people who had passed and remembering like saints included like who pointed you back to who pointed you to god i don't know if that's the the catholic part of it yeah um and but you pray to them you like you're praying for them at the same time i read somewhere that you're praying for them so that they um would pass into like the next trans of heaven or something like that yeah and because they're in this weird state if they have if they are remembered often and yeah. prayed for they'll have they'll like fulfill their vision of the next heaven or something yeah and so some of that you're getting into that like that roman catholic theology mm-hmm. right and so yeah so part of part of the difference between day of the dead for instance and and halloween is halloween part of it was um i think one of the customs or one of the traditions of halloween was to dress up as whatever something scary to ward off the spirits. evil spirits yeah. mm-hmm. and day of the dead uh is this uh celebration um where the living honor the dead by visiting their gravesite mm-hmm. and uh leaving everything from flowers to candies and and the thing about it those the flowers and the candies and the pastries and the breads there aren't um they're not random they're actually symbolic to some part of that individual's life and, yeah. and what they're hoping to accomplish by visiting and honoring their 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 memory mm-hmm. the roman catholic theology and tradition that can be um found within day of the dead is yeah if you pray enough you can bring them out of for instance purgatory and pray (laughs) them into heaven almost like as if you're bringing them like they have served their time in purgatory right now that they they can they can transition i suppose they've done their time they can transition into into heaven and so you have the culmination again of of like um you have this observation where we're honoring the dead um, in light of the tradition that it's steeped in from, from Mesoamerica. Um, you have bits and pieces of Roman Catholic tradition and theology that is mixed into that. Um, there are a variety of ways in which Day of the Dead is is observed and, and celebrated, mm-hmm. right? So one is visiting the gravesite of, of a loved one, um, flowers, pastries, 
candies, all of those things are left for them um, for a specific reason. Mm -hmm. But in addition to that, we see people dress up, right? Often as like calaveras, right? Skeletons, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Often they are either representing a certain time period. Traditionally, they are either representing a certain time period uh, or they are just honoring the legacy of Hmm. of the dead, Mm -hmm. right? So the reason we're talking about this, right, is because down here in the valley, Day of the Dead, in addition to Halloween, but specifically Day of the Dead, um, is observed by many, many families, right, particularly during the days of October 31st through November 2nd. Day of the Dead is observed by many families. And one of the things I thought would be interesting to talk about is because this is a cultural norm, um, it is an opportunity for us as the church to be missional within something that is regularly observed within our culture. And so the question that I want us to walk through is going to be, um, within this, I suppose, holiday, are there things that we as the church, are there things that we can redeem? Mm -hmm. Are there things that we need to reject? And then are there things that we need to, or that we can receive as a matter of, of the observation of this holiday? And Mm -hmm. so let's start with receiving. Are there things that occur within this holiday that we as the church, we as Christians can say, we can, we can receive that. Like that's, that's okay. Yeah. Care to elaborate on that? Well, I was thinking also, I was, I just read about, um, I guess this goes back to the, the, there's another festival in China called the Hungry Ghost Festival Mm -hmm. that's parallel. It's around the same time of year Mm -hmm. as Dia de los Muertos and has the same purpose of honoring those who have deceased, like old family members. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, that's, I guess like throughout all, many cultures, I don't know about all cultures, I'm not very cultured, um, about honoring your ancestors and loving them by by passing on tradition but the thing to redeem is i think an element of discipleship like what's your you're getting ahead hold on oh we're not in redeem yet what can oh. we receive receive yeah, oh yeah, yeah. what's the difference hey chill out bro <laughs> i'm sorry redeem are things that like elements yeah so to, to define them when it comes to redeeming there are elements that are not necessarily there are elements that are actually good and uh-huh. what we want to do is communicate them in a godly way, not because we're changing them. Right. Because, values. Yeah, but we actually want to um, expose them in a way that, oh, that, yeah, is, yeah. that okay. is constructed, not constructed, but viewed as godly. Not right. because we're manipulating them, right. but because we're saying, hey, this is actually good, something yeah. that is good. Right. Let's redeem this, certainly with the gospel, but uh, in addition to that, our conduct. When it comes to reject... We're going to look at a couple of things that are celebrated and observed through this holiday that we need to look at and say, hey, we're going to reject this. In other words, we're not going to come alongside you on this. We are not for this. That doesn't line up with scripture. This is not godly. Mm -hmm. This is unbiblical. Right. And then there are things that we receive in the sense of, um, for instance, there are good things that may occur in this holiday right right that we could actually come alongside and say yeah this is this is a good thing this is a godly thing this is something that we want to value and so an example of of we were talking about offline an example of 
receiving or, or, mm-hmm. or yeah, an example of, of reception, right? In, mm-hmm. in, in this is family values. There we go. Right. Okay. Like that's what I was saying. Yeah. One of the things that, uh, <laughs> one of the things that is, that is, um, self evident throughout this holiday is how tight family is specifically in the culture here in, mm-hmm. Um, northern Mexico and in the Rio Grande Valley. And so that's something that we can come alongside and mm-hmm. say, yes, family is a big value for us as a church as well. Because um, at one point we were orphaned and we have been adopted by God into the family of God. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so that's a value that we can come alongside and say, yeah, family matters, not just as the church, but because yeah. family matters. Yeah. Right. Like there's not much changing that we have to do. There's not much redeeming and there isn't necessarily okay, a yeah. rejection that we have to do when it comes to that value. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, that's just an example. Yeah, it is what it is. I think also part. like receiving those family members, like receiving that there's remembrance of them, mm-hmm. like grieving them well in a sense that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They, they're no longer with process, us. And that's yeah. sad. And that's. Every, we can relate to that, like mm-hmm. um, especially if there's someone like you were really close to and had a huge like, impact or influence, um, like your abuelo, like you know had a huge impact on your family and um, and whatnot. And so, like yeah, that can be received in yeah, like, their remembrance and honoring them. Yeah, um, I think one of the biggest things is, um, and some of these might even cross over. Yeah, like that, mm-hmm. that would, I guess that's where I was. Yeah, confused. yeah. So I think the other thing is like community. Uh-huh. Right. Like everybody yeah. comes out and is like for one another because mm-hmm. everybody is kind of like um, everybody has the goal of celebrating one thing like they yeah. are, they're being united by this. And so um, there is an aspect that we can say, like, yeah, I could receive community. I could I could yeah. be among people mm-hmm. that, uh, um, man, I want to love them. I want to honor them. I want to honor their family because we love family. And we love community and we love relationships and we love friendships. These are, these are good things that we can mm-hmm. come alongside of one another to, to do. So that, that's a good example. Those are a couple of examples of, of receiving parts of this, this holiday. Uh, what about rejection? What, what are things within this holiday that we as Christians need to be able to, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like openly reject. Oh Yeah. Is it communicating with the dead? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was, yeah. like if I'm questioning it, like, <laughs> yeah. yes. Yeah. Communicating with the dead, worshiping yeah. the dead. Praying to praying the dead. Praying to the dead. Yeah. Yeah. For the dead. Yeah. Like, praying for the dead. Praying to the dead. Yeah. Worshiping the dead. Um, communicating with the dead. Making like these altars. Yeah. Sacrifices the de- for the dead. Uh-huh. Right. There, there are many 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 elements of this holiday that we must openly reject um specifically because of biblical convictions that we hold mm-hmm. and and as a result we need to be able to even in love and respect we need to be able to say no that is not good that is not godly that's actually um demonic Mm-hmm. that's not biblical that is not of the lord right like we need to 
draw that line. That yeah. doesn't mean you're a jerk about it, but mm-hmm. it does mean that you need to draw a line respectfully, respectfully mm-hmm. as you reject some of the customs, rituals, rites, and observations within holidays, mm-hmm. such as Day of the Dead. Um, and I think that might be one of the areas where where some Christians are either a little too extreme, we're going to reject the whole thing, mm-hmm. uh, or they kind of just embrace all of it because, hey, everybody's different. And yeah. Yeah. You know, your beliefs are not my beliefs. And, and while that is true, there still needs to be a line in the sand right. saying, this is not good. This is not godly. This is not of the Lord. This is not biblical. Yeah. I, I think that's a part of the, like being set apart, mm-hmm. like being made holy is like there are, are many gods with a lowercase g mm-hmm. out there. Yeah. And I think causing other people to stumble and confusing who your true God is by participating in those things is kind of like a not ruining your testimony, but that's the best way I can describe it. It's like you ruin your testimony by like making your deceased abuelo a meal. Right. Um, it's like, Hey, what, what exactly do you believe? Yeah. And, and you muddle your, your witness. Yeah. And I think that's, that's one of the things at least like for personal, personal expression of your faith. Yeah. But getting down to like what actually you do believe is also important. Yeah. It's like, hey, we need to do some business with with what the scriptures say about um praying to the dead. Or like <laughs> yeah. getting tattoos in memory of the dead or yeah. or all of these things. Like what is what does that mean? And what exactly are you doing at that I point? Think, I mean, and the other thing is like I think it is it ought to be, or it can be, maybe that's the best way mm-hmm. of saying it. It can be this moment of courage for many yeah. Hispanics down here who are Christian and need to draw a line in the sand mm-hmm. in this context when it comes to their family. Yep. And I know that's just an area of contention down here because that's just an area of difficulty. You don't go against family. You don't go against yeah. family. Yeah. Right. Like in one sense, family is one of those things that we can receive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at the same sense, like it is something that kind of bleeds into rejection. Not that you're rejecting your family, but you are rejecting the belief that your family is subscribing to mm-hmm. by drawing a line in the sand and saying, this is not good and godly. Yeah. This is not of the Lord. And that's scary for a lot of, I mean, if we're just honest, that's scary for a lot of Hispanics Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. you might face familial or social rejection after that. Yep. Like being, being hated because of that is exactly what Jesus said would happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm reminded of what, what Jesus tells the disciples in Matthew 10, right? Do not think I've come to bring peace. I've not come to bring peace, but a sword. Other translations will say a division, and and he goes on to describe. I've set, I've come to set a, a mother against her daughter, a father against his son, brother son against brother, brother against brother. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, rejection doesn't simply mean, um, well, better yet, rejection doesn't mean I'm better than you, right? Rejection certainly means, um, man, I am on the side of the Lord and what he has revealed to me through his word. Mm-hmm. And that might mean I do that with tears in my eyes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a big one that requires like stepping out in that faith and really open, mm-hmm. like back to the, the last one is like being obedient, even yeah. though it doesn't necessarily feel like a, a good thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I think, I think in, in that 
the context of, of rejecting this belief or rejecting many of the elements of this belief, I think what is fascinating is, for instance, we, we talk, brief, talk, briefly talked about Day of the Dead having some, um, some of its tradition steeped in Roman Catholic tradition mm -hmm. or Roman Catholic theology, excuse me. And what is interesting is many Hispanics who would subscribe to Catholicism know that. Yeah. But the minute you speak about um, rejecting this for the sake of Christ. Yeah. It's yeah. confusing. Now you've like, you've Ooh. offended people. Mm -hmm. It was like, hey, it's one thing that it's, I suppose, to an extent, Roman Catholic tradition. It even has some sprinkles of Roman Catholic theology. Mm -hmm. But now you're bringing Jesus into the mix. Now you're bringing, hey, this is sinful and, and this is pagan worship. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, you know, yeah. now it'd be like Jesus introducing Jesus as you are rejecting this pagan worship now is very offensive. And I think that's ironic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think there's like an opportunity even to, to talk about the resurrection of the dead within this mm -hmm. and like about specifically Jesus and how he made that happen. Yeah. And there's like opportunities galore and there will be so much opposition to yeah. it. Yeah. The yeah. light bulb just went off. I was yeah. like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Like this is prime. Like the, <laughs> yeah. The, like the harvest is plentiful right yeah. there. Yeah, exactly. So, what, what do we call them? Soft pitches or whatever? Soft pitches, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you you, you definitely have mm -hmm. that opportunity in, in, in saying, hey, I reject this because this is not good, godly, and biblical. Mm -hmm. um, and, and again, I think some will do that with tears in their eyes. Yeah. Some will do that with um Like an intention hope. to... Yeah, some will do that with a hope to say... This is who Jesus is. Yeah, that's you know what, what I mean? that's what I'd like to yeah. hear about. <laughs> that's that's what I hope would happen. Yeah, and, and I'm not saying it doesn't. I'm, yeah. I'm sure it does. And I know just individuals down like in our culture, like social rejection is real. Yeah, when you yeah. when it feels like you're going against the family. Yeah, yeah, that's so rough, man. Yeah, you know. <sighs> We'll come back to that. Get yeah. deep. Okay. So the <laughs> next deep. thing, the next thing is, is redeem. So what parts of this, and again, some of the things that we've already talked about, we might reintroduce because they're just going to bleed over. What are parts of, of this uh, celebration or this holiday that we as individuals, we as Christians can, can redeem? Uh, the importance of like generational relationships. Uh, like past generations and generations like that like that are to come. Yeah, yeah, like uh, intergenerational discipleship. Okay, that's the big word. There you go. Uh, I earned five dollars there. All right, teach um, us. Like intergenerational discipleship. Uh, one of the things that that I guess is in Joshua, like he, like the people of Israel didn't follow in obeying the law because Joshua didn't raise up any leaders. Yeah, and judges too. Yeah, yeah. So like you you have this lack of I guess appreciation for your elders at that point and I think uh humbling yourself and saying like hey my elders did some things right like they were brave and they they came across and they they stepped out into faith and worked hard for whatever like that's one that's a generational thing and teaching the younger generation about the faith that your your grandparents had or maybe that they 
they had difficulty walking in. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, we're still going to love and honor them. Um, and this is how we're going to do that by like obeying God. And I think, today. yeah, today, right. yeah. Um, so that their, their striving wasn't necessarily in vain for like your life now. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think of those things, just teaching about, what was the, the commandment? Like honor your father and mother so mm-hmm. that your life will be long mm-hmm. on the land, yeah. in the land. I think of that, that teaching of the children or like, I, I, I picture when I'm an old man and Eviana is talking to her children hopefully one day and saying like I remember when my dad did this mm-hmm. let me show you and like that will definitely bring a smile to my face sure and seeing like after I'm gone my grandchildren teaching their children something right like just thinking of um what's the word legacy yeah things like that like the discipleship in which like all this striving that I'm like there's work being done now yeah that i want my great great grandchildren to appreciate yeah um and i think there's that that's a that's a big thing that i i hope to be redeemed in my family's life mm-hmm. for for those things because i just think of like fa- familial curses yeah mm-hmm. um all of those those sins that are just essentially passed down it's like hey we're gonna talk about that and we're gonna we're gonna work hard to to not walk in that curse yeah to break that curse by the power of jesus yeah. So I I think of that definitely being something to redeem. Like let's share these difficult stories, mm-hmm. and let's re- like let it be redeemed by the blood of the lamb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's good. Yeah, I think I think intergenerational discipleship is going to be is something that is that is certainly worth redeeming. Mm-hmm. Um, or to look at it and send, instead of saying like, hey, instead you mentioned this offline, right? Like instead of honoring the dead by cooking something for them why don't you teach your kids how to do that yeah like let's change that a little bit let's just do let's do it this way yeah you know what i mean like yeah i think that's something that is that is certainly worth uh worth redeeming oh that actually brings a so uh my sister-in-law abby's older sister had a tea towel printed with one of their great grandma's recipes Mm mm-hmm so like they photocopied, uh, I, I don't, I don't remember what, I, I guess it's a bread right? and it's on a tea towel and it has like her own handwriting, like even the smudges from like, I guess like spilled water or something. And that's super cool. It's like, oh wow. Like let's remember yeah. like through her handwriting, even yeah. the things that she's done. Yeah. Eviana, let's make this together so you can learn about what your great, great grandma did. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, good job. That's so cool. Cause it yeah. like. It's not, it, and sorry, I'm like lost for words because that's a, it's a good point. Which is, it, it becomes more than just like, oh, it's a, it's a recipe like Grandma, yeah. you know, Simona like made all the time for us, and and it be, there's because we, we have a kingdom perspective now. Yeah, that we are we are all children of God to those who believe and mm-hmm. and follow Him, and like as Eviana grows up. Lord willing, she's going to learn the love of the Lord mm-hmm. and experience that grace for herself and see your example, you know, as life continues and right. how you love the Lord and you serve the Lord, you worship the Lord. And, and they're like, there's this bigger mission yeah. that comes with that mm-hmm. so that others would know the Lord, not mm-hmm. just like your own family, but that right. it would be known to all people. Yeah. 
this little light of mine. Yeah. I think about like, I think about death itself in the sense of yeah. like, Oh, getting real heavy. Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think of the sense of like, um, I guess it would be something to redeem in the sense of like, we're on, like, you know, people are honoring these individuals lives by celebrating their death. Um, remembering kind of who they, who they were. And, and again, if you, you introduce some of those Roman Catholic tradition and theology in, in the, in the mix of it, right? Like, um, I want to be able to talk about death and say, Hey, this actually isn't the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what That's I mean? That's really cool. Like I actually yeah. want to use the elements that are vibrant in mm-hmm. this, in this celebration and say, actually, this isn't the end. It's true. Um, and, 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 and using it really in, in two ways, right? This isn't the end in the sense of like, let me introduce you to Jesus. Yeah. Because for those who know him, death is merely a vehicle into right. glory. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, and then number two, like, hey, death always gets people thinking. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And maybe not in these words, but using, using that opportunity to talk about, hey, you might be, you might be physically alive mm-hmm. but you're spiritually dead yeah let me tell yeah. you about jesus yeah, yeah yeah like i want to use death as a catalyst to talk about glory and even regeneration yeah mm-hmm. you know do this big i think all of the elements within the de los muertos essentially can be pointed to like where jesus addresses those things yeah like the the hungry souls or whatever it's like there's one who's preparing the feast for us like you, you won't need to be hungry. Like you're going to be fed with, with the Lord. Yeah. Like you won't need to be entertained by these festivals yeah. that mm-hmm. we're hosting for the dead, yeah. quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Like the Lord, like will be by your side. Yeah. Like, like he, he will be your son. He will be your light. Yeah. Like you will see all things by him. Yeah. Like that's essentially more than entertainment. Yeah. Like all of these, these things, like there's, there's, you won't need music that we're going to be performing. Like yeah. there's going to be angels, the hosts of heaven yeah. will be singing to the Lord that you'll participate in, yeah. in heaven. All of these things like are addressed in yeah. scripture. Like, Even yeah. like the grief, like you won't, there are no yeah. tears in heaven. Exactly. Like, you're going to yeah. be in the presence of God, mm-hmm. which yeah. surpasses all um, understanding. understanding. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I think, I think that's what's, what's big. Um, What's big about, I suppose, a holiday, a celebration mm-hmm. like this, right? Like, yeah, I actually, I actually want to use what you're doing mm-hmm. and redeem that in a way that points you to, to Jesus. Yeah. By telling you a couple of things. One, death is not the end. Yeah. For the one who believes, it is merely a vehicle into glory. And, uh, and as a result of that, let me tell you about the man, or let me tell you about God who entered into human history as the man, Jesus Christ, and was raised from the dead. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that that would be like number one. Number number two would be talking about you know the difference between being spiritually alive and spiritually dead. Mm-hmm. You know, and then also even just talking about death plainly in the sense of yeah, this is the result of sin. Yeah. Yes. Right. When yeah. we when we look at when we look at John, what is it? It's not John fourteen. Is it John fourteen? John John eleven. Um, the death of Lazarus. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and Jesus weeps with his friends. Yeah, right. There is a grief at the fa- at the at the fact that his friend has died, mm-hmm. but it's not that he doesn't know that he's gonna um, bring his friend 
back from the dead. That's not that's not necessarily right. what he's crying about. However, what um, when you read John eleven and Jesus is um, grieving Lazarus's death, that word grieving, the tears that he's shedding, aren't tears of uh, sadness. He's upset mm-hmm. because of what sin, sin does. does to his creation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And John 11 is a turning point in the ministry of Jesus in the sense of like, like we were talking about music getting us pumped up, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like doing, doing all like, let's go, let's go yeah. like do whatever it is we need to do. Let's go carry out the mission. Mm-hmm. Right. Like John 11 is Jesus in anger, getting pumped about like even more so of a reason for me to go yeah. to the cross, mm-hmm. even more so of a reason for me to reconcile mm-hmm. God to man. Like this is the pain that I'm going to heal. Yeah. Like this is it. This is what sin does. And so mm-hmm. I think using day of the dead to talk about like, yeah, let's talk about death. Mm-hmm. Let's let's, <laughs> you know, let's <laughs> yeah. You not, know, not shying away from yeah, it. Yeah. I'm not going to yeah, shy yeah. away from it. You know? Yeah. Um, uh, this is a result of sin and Jesus came to conquer sin. Um, and he is so yeah. upset about it. This is what we see in John 11. Mm-hmm. You know, John 3, you must be born again. Hey, man, you are spiritually dead. In Christ, you can be made spiritually alive. If you repent of your sin, you will be pardoned and welcomed by the King of Kings mm-hmm. and the Lord of Lords, right? Um, and then as a result of that, while yes, uh, we are kind of walking through this earth, this is not the end. Yeah. And so when I die, Lord willing, and I see my son and daughter and grandkids, like they're going to be crying because I'm dead, but not because they don't know where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. They'll be crying with hope in their tears. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I hope, I hope Seth would say, like, I, he's going to, he's going to deliver your eulogy. Yeah. I like, I say this because I've, I've said this, I think, I mean, why not? And I think I've said this, I've, I've, performed i don't know what you preached i've spoken at funeral two funerals you've eulogized i've eulogized and um and i've said one of the things is hey if this individual had the choice to come back they wouldn't <laughs> and i want people to know that at my yeah. at my funeral like if i had it the is choice said to, to let it back, be written yeah like i wouldn't i wouldn't want to come back yeah like i love my son i love i love my daughter and my grandkids not fam. <laughs> God, I'll see you over here. I'll God's see you. Yeah, I'm waiting for you. Yeah. <laughs> Let's God walk into glory together. together. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me when you're here. Tell me. <laughs> text me. Yeah, just text me when you're here. That's gonna, that's gonna be OTW. It's gonna be super valley in this okay. sense of hey, just just tell me when you're hey, honk when you're here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll open the gate for you. Bring I'll it. tell Peter. <laughs> Bring extra tortillas. <laughs> you want to hear something random? Yeah. So um, <laughs> when when it would uh, when it would rain, and I was a kid, mm-hmm. uh, I think I've told you this before, just because we're talking about heaven, and I mentioned Peter. And so uh, when it would rain, I'd ask my mom, like, Mom, why is it like why is it raining? And she would say, "Oh, it's because God told uh, Saint Peter to water the grass in heaven." <laughs> what? That's cute. And then, and then when there would be thunder and lightning, was he a gardener? Right, okay. <laughs> right. Pedro, probably. 
And so um, when it would when it would thunder and lightning, I would I would ask my mom like why why is it thundering and lightning? And she goes, it's because God is telling Saint Peter and Saint John to move furniture in heaven, like they're getting someone's mansion ready. <laughs> they're testing the lights. <laughs> <laughs> They're just dragging, dragging furniture. Yeah, yeah. That's hilarious. And I'd be like, lift it. Like, <laughs> why don't you just lift it, guys? They, they dropped the couch. <laughs> That's what my mom would tell me. John's an electrician. John's Peter's, Peter's, Peter's a gardener. Mover. Yeah, he's a gardener and a mover. Like, yeah. he has a. He's a handyman. He's a business yeah, yeah. where he does all the things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that's what my mom would tell me. You don't still believe that, right? That no. Joking me. <laughs> <laughs> Your face. I can't help but remember. Yeah, that's yeah. what my mom is like. That's fun. Yeah. Um. That's anyway, awesome. so yeah, so that's a brief overview of Day of the Dead, and man, we, we wanted to talk about this obviously because Day of the Dead is coming up, Halloween is coming up, uh, but. The question of, hey, what is it that you can redeem? What is it that you can, what is it that you need to reject? Mm -hmm. And what is it that you can receive? I think are good questions to ask yourself when, especially you're troubled at, do I participate in a certain holiday or occasion or event? Do I not participate in it? Or or how do I maybe create a healthy balance of participation? Mm -hmm. Obviously, there are going to be some people that, convictionally will not want will refrain yeah. and i want to honor them you know i want to be respectful to them mm-hmm. but uh you know i'm also gonna go party so yeah. uh, if they don't <laughs> want to party that's their thing a good time yeah that's, <laughs> <laughs> and so but but i think those are good questions especially if you're wrestling with Mm-hmm. Man, how do I engage? Like, those are good questions. Those are good missional questions for your neighborhood and for your context. Um, wherever it is you are, you need to know your city. You need to know your neighborhood. You need to know your community. Speak when, the language. Yeah. And when you're wondering about how do I engage this without compromising, maybe these would be good questions. Hey, what is it that you can redeem? And not just in conversation with those who don't know Jesus, this might be something that you redeem just within your own household. What is it that we need to reject? That might mean formal conversations with kids, or that might mean some formal conversations with other family members and friends. Um, What is it that we can receive? Man, that's basically, what is it that I can come alongside and say, we are for this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so those are, those are some good, easy, and I think, uh, these those are some good easy questions that we could begin to apply some wisdom Mm -hmm. to oh yeah yeah. wisdom so wisdom and discernment pretty much cool guys well that is it for this morning we hope you guys were intrigued by all our laughs and (laughs) my mom's answers about heaven (laughs) (laughs) we will see you guys next week love you Bye bye The goal of this podcast is to equip our church for discipleship and mission. We want to thank you for listening in this morning, and we hope that you are encouraged by these conversations. If you'd like to learn more about Storehouse McAllen, you can visit our website at storehousemcallen.com. We'd also love to hear from you. Send us your questions to info at storehousemcallen.com.